has been an awakening. Have you felt it? Light it up. Welcome to Unmistakably Star Wars, your source for a high-quality, informative, and entertaining look into the Star Wars galaxy. So strap yourself in, because here's where the fun begins. <laughs> Hi, Devin. How are you? Um, I Well, I, I think that that's what the episode today is going to be about, is how are we? We, <laughs> yeah. we both saw... Episode nine, The Rise of Skywalker, did. last night. We didn't see it. We saw it in the same theater, but at different times, so different we were not times. together. Um, we haven't even like we shared anything to nothing. one another of what we think or feel about we this movie. We have purposefully had nothing but small talk this morning. We're like totally small talk. a couple that's been married for 30 years yeah. and doesn't want to talk about the elephant in the room. Yeah, no no elephant talk. Yeah, yet. No, nothing. Yet. It's about to happen. This is what we, yeah, we couldn't do it before we, we hit record. I, I will say... I've been off social media for over a week now. Good for you. So not only did I avoid spoilers, Smart man. but I haven't even seen fandom reaction. I haven't read any critical review reactions. Yeah. So th- this yeah. is it. This and I'm the, I'm the opposite. So right. that, that yeah. might be good for the show. Is just yeah. I I was in that right. I was lurking in the Twitterverse. Yeah. Whereas I, I am the 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 virgin. You are the whore. <laughs> I'm a slut, Devin. <laughs> <laughs> Cut that sound bite out. Post Boom. it everywhere. That's my ringtone. <laughs> um, well, listen. So let's let's just jump into this. We'll of course yeah. begin things spoiler free for our our yes. listeners that haven't seen anything yes. at, at this point. So feel free. We're we're not going no. to let anything out of the bag. And and no, when we no transition spoilers. to that, we'll get, we'll give you the the heads up. The the, heads the, up. the alarm si- sirens yes. will go off. Yeah. There you go. Spoiler alert. All right. So let, let's just begin at at the beginning. Then you you took your son Sam. I took Sam, this which is a is going to be a part of this narrative. Yeah. In my experience. Yeah. Um. This was his first premiere, by the way. It was his first opening night. Yeah. He was enamored the, with the fact that people cheered. Yeah. And clapped. Yeah. And, you know, at one point in the film, one guy, one guy in the back went. All right, like out loud, and everybody kind of laughed and cheered, you know. And, and so, uh, he loved the experience. So, a lot of it for me in the film, I was watching it through his eyes, yeah, really for the first time. I've taken him to the other films, but um, he's a second grader, mm. he's going to remember this one yeah. the most, yeah. And uh, he really enjoyed himself, interesting, he really enjoyed himself, interesting, and uh. Uh, at one point we got into the car and I'll get to my opinion, but at one yeah. point we got in the car and I was like, well, what'd you think? He's like, I really liked it. And, I, and, and I'm like, well, rank them, you know, rank the movies. Cause that's what you do. <laughs> Poor little done. second yeah. grader. Yeah. And, and, but he just ranked the sequel trilogy and it went, I mean, we just saw it, but yeah. number one, rise of Skywalker, okay. number two, last Jedi, number three, force awakens. Wow. I go, so you really liked it, huh? And, and, and he was like, yeah. And then we played the game, the whole, 30-minute drive home, we played the game. What was your favorite scene? Mm. Who's your favorite character? It was yeah. fun. It was yeah. stuff my dad did with me when I was a kid. Oh, and, that's uh, great. And, uh, yeah, so that experience was the highlight yeah. of my, uh, I think, in semesters, because I'm a teacher, yeah. of the semester. It was yeah. really a highlight, just spending time with him and letting him experience Star Wars and enjoy it, and, and he really loved it. I mean, I'm he really loved it. I'm super fascinated that he actually ranked Last Jedi over Force Awakens. Yes. He... he, he 
again, he's a gamer. He plays yeah. video games and stuff. Yeah. He, he found Force Awakens a little boring. Interesting. Like where we love yeah. like the whole Ray intro, that whole right. 15 minute, like right. just word. That is the most boring thing <laughs> in the world to him. <laughs> so the Rise of Skywalker for yeah. my little AD, HD son, yeah. it was like, yes. Well, you know? you know what's fascinating about that? That This takes me back to what Lawrence Kasdan said about the original Star Wars. Yes. It's like it just... You're going from the very start, and to, to quote him, like, and it moves like a son of a bitch. Yeah, and I, I <laughs> felt that to the marrow of my bone. Oh, with the rise of Skywalker. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. 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 And I think I think that's where I would start. Just in a spoiler-free review, the pacing is, uh, uh wow. Yeah. Like it. It was one thing to the next thing to the next thing. I was never bored. No. And but th- at least to me though, it didn't feel clunky though. It like, didn't. Um, I, I'm still thinking about that one. Okay, it might. There's certain areas where it feels a little clunky. I mm. would say that first act of the film, uh, the pacing. Maybe it was because I was trying to get used to it. Okay. Um, but I was like, wait, what? Wait, no, stop. Feel that you just said something or did yeah. something. Like, can we go? Maybe that's why. And then as the film progressed, yeah. I got more used to how okay. this film flowed. Yeah. Um. I would say a spoiler-free reaction. I enjoyed it. I guess. Oh. Um, I, I'll tell you what I what I really loved is the two leads in in Adam Driver and Daisy Ridley. Sure. I, I yeah. love their work. Yeah, uh, really enjoyed that. Um, I felt that uh, I have. I think of. of all the Star Wars films, this is the one that I'm going to have to go back and revisit multiple times before I even really develop a full opinion. Interesting. Um, some of the big emotional moments that you would think would be a big emotional moments, I yawned at. I was just like, wow. I was just like, oh, okay. Interesting. Um, but there were, and we'll talk about when we get to the spoiler stuff, yeah. there were two moments that I did have an emotional reaction mm. to. And uh, one was like a really great, an all Star Wars, great Star Wars moment. And mm. the other, I would think, will probably be up there as well. So emotionally, it was a little uneven for me. Um, uh, the acting was fine. I thought uh, of all the characters, the one that surprised me the most was was uh, Poe Dameron. Uh, mm. In terms of just, I was engaged with him. Yeah. Uh, found him hysterical. Best lines and moments of the movie, mm. you know, for me. Yeah. Um, in terms of humor, yeah. Uh, although there is a few moments with uh, Kylo Ren that I are really that made me laugh too. So, yeah. so there's stuff we gotta get into. But I'm still working it out. I found it uneven. Uh, I liked it. Uh, I didn't love it. Uh, but as with anything, the future's in motion, right? That's what Yoda teaches. Right. It's always in motion. So my opinions can change, either positive or negative. The Last yeah. Jedi, I walked out going, I think I like it, and yeah. then I didn't like it. Mm. Uh, but I, after The Rise of Skywalker, I actually have a lot more appreciation for The Last Jedi. So. Interesting. Well, and, I definitely want to go down that path. Yeah, totally. In a totally. Bit. What was your... I'm, I don't know. What was your reaction? So, what did you think? Listen, I, I will say this. And again, right, we're... Looking at my watch now, we're we're I'm less than twelve hours after I've oh, seen yeah, it the first time. Yeah. So I will say this: no spoilers, no online reviews, nothing, nothing. I have not had the emotional journey that I had with Episode Nine since probably Empire Strikes Back came out in the theater. Whoa! Yeah. So you love this? I absolutely loved it. 
Holy cow. Yeah. Yeah. We're we're kind of going a different ends of the spectrum. Yeah. This is gonna be fun. Yeah. We'll talk more. Yeah, I, I just I think a lot of it had to do with the fact that I had made the decision. Mm-hmm. I'm not going in with expectations. I, I, I haven't seen um, any reviews, any spoilers, like anything leading you, up to it. And at one point, you even sort of cut off any like video stuff. Yep. Like I remember you had watched a few trailers, but you're right. like, at one point about two to three weeks out. You're like, I'm I'm not watching yep. anything else, yeah. which was wise because there was some things that I wish I didn't see in the Interesting. lead up. Okay, that was official like preview right. stuff. Right. So I, I think that I don't want to say I went in with. Little expectations, yeah. or I, I just went in with like I just see what happens. Yeah, I, I, I tried to be as neutral as possible going into it. Yeah, knowing that there was a lot riding on this film. Yeah, yeah. What was your audience like? What was the audience you were with? It was a packed house. Yeah, it was demographic uh, all over the map, age wise. Yeah, there was definitely some. Well. What I'll loosely label as definite fanboys. Yeah, I had a few of those. In yeah, there. yeah, in the audience. And so there were some beats to the film where mm-hmm. I would look over and see how they would react. Mm-hmm. And my suspicions proved correctly. Yeah. Um, which we can get into that at, at, a, at a later point. I, I really, Jeremy, I haven't felt... I felt like a kid again. Let me just put it that way. Whoa! I, I, that, that really... That really, and what's interesting, it's I didn't feel that it was necessarily just mashing a nostalgia button. Yeah, I felt like, oh, this is what Star Wars feels like. Oh, it's wow. it's not without error. Yeah, but this is as close to the feeling as I can recall of when I saw the films as a child in the theater. This is going to be a fun conversation, yeah. especially when we get to the spoilers, because. Yeah. I don't know about you, but a lot of times I process verbally, like yeah. I, just through conversation, yeah. I process through things. And I think I think several people do that as you yeah. start to figure out, well, what did I like and not like? What right. worked? What didn't work? Right. Um, but yeah, I'm really curious to dig in a little bit more and explore what made you feel yeah, like a kid well, again. I'd love to do that so. before we kind of pivot into that, though. Sure. When it comes to just, I guess, the the film itself, and you yeah. asked Sam to rank them, and I, I know that yeah. we'll get there at some point, but where do you kind of put this as far as just the, the, the sequel trilogy in and of mm-hmm. itself? Mm-hmm. If, if someone that had not seen anything Star Wars, would you say that this would be one that you would recommend? Or let me maybe put it a different way. If you had all of the Blu-rays available or streaming mm-hmm. service, whatever, mm-hmm. whatever you have, mind you, does the rise of Skywalker fill the place of like, I just need something star Wars. I'm going to throw this on because it's a good ride. That's the, that's an interesting question because I, I, I have a hunch that mm-hmm. this is a film that will be replayable because you yeah. can sort of pick it up anywhere and right. it's engaging. Yeah. Visually like dialogue interactions between characters. Yeah. I, I found from beginning to end, there was something going on. Right. And uh, so I think I think yeah I would probably recommend it. I would, of the of the sequels I would probably not that I like it the most, but I think it, obviously to recommend to someone, hey, let's just throw this in. It would probably be Force Awakens. Mm. Um, mm-hmm. It just has some classic structure to their story that right. is right. easy to follow along with. Uh, I did struggle with some of the structure mm-hmm. of the Rise of Skywalker. Yeah, um, like I, I I'm trying to figure out when that you don't have to be super clear on your three act structure but mm. honestly i'm trying to figure out where i think i have it figured out 
act transitions, especially between two and three, and we'll talk about that in the spoilers. Yeah. But at times I found it real cloudy, whereas The Force Awakens, it was real, it's real clear, clear flow when this happens to seven. Well, I think the other part of that, right, is trying to disseminate just because we have three acts doesn't necessarily mean that they're all of mm-hmm. equal runtime. Exactly. And I, I exactly. think that that is definitely one thing that came up with The Rise of Skywalker. Yeah, yeah. From my perspective, though, it wasn't detrimental to my overall yeah. appreciation for the film. Yeah, yeah. When, you know, we we were aware of the title, The Rise of Skywalker, yes. as far as that being the, the subtitle from last April yeah, when we were in Chicago yeah. in celebration... Do you feel that it lived up to that? Like meeting the title? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Mm. Absolutely. Mm. More than uh, probably any film, maybe. like It just, there's some visual things going on that are real clear. And yeah. I, think, I think for children, The Phantom Menace might be a hard one to mm-hmm. kind of, like you'd have to sort of point out some stuff for The Phantom Menace. Right. Attack of the Clones is pretty clear, straightforward. Right. Right. I mean, it's very literal. Right. Um, I mean, I think with Rise of Skywalker, it's fun to explore why the film connects with its title and why it fulfills the title. Yeah. So I really enjoyed that, and I felt it was great. Like, I loved it. I, I'm in agreement with you on that yeah, as well. Yeah. I, I thought it did a, a nice job. And then what I love about it, though, whereas you, you mentioned Attack of the Clones, yeah, yeah. and for that matter, uh, the rest of the films, Sans, uh, yeah. The Phantom Menace, I, I thought that... This subtitle, however, while we can apply it in a very literal you can. Yeah. way, I think that there's also some depth to it, too, that maybe we didn't have with some of the other subtitles and episodes, which I, I love. I love that. It's going to be a fun title to wrestle with two, three years from now. Absolutely. As more material comes out, comics and yep. I'm sure novels and maybe even animation or TV, we just don't right. know yet, but... Um, yeah, I think there's going to be some really, really fun things to apply, and especially as we talk about where does Lucasfilm go next, right? what are their next projects. Right. Um, I didn't take it, and we'll get into the spoilers, I didn't take it as such a closed door as it, their advertising was making it out. And you didn't really see as much of that advertising as I did, but right. like they were like, this is it, this is the end. And I'm yeah. like, when that movie ended, I'm like, I would prefer to see more of these characters and stories. I think that that is one of the things, right? They went back to a formula that worked, right? Yeah. When we, we've got the the team of friends on this adventure together, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I think that that in and of itself yeah. brought so much appreciation from my perspective of like, oh, this this feels like Star Wars. Yeah, yeah. Let me ask this, though. Yeah. You know, again, leading up to this, we know, unless things change, we, we know that this is John Williams' last hurrah yes. with Star Wars. Yes. Did he nail it? think so it's hard for me to tell i mean i think you could just say yes mm. and you're probably right because <laughs> it's john williams yeah yeah uh there was a few moments that the score really stood out it it didn't stand out to me like the prequels did mm. i i get it the original trilogy is classic imperial march the main yeah. star wars theme right i mean there's so much greatness yeah I think the prequel trilogy probably has the best music. Wow. And uh, the music really stands out, mm. jumps out, and it's they're, I think, all masterpieces. Mm. Uh, I, I feel like there's been brilliant moments in the sequel trilogy, yeah. uh, but it doesn't measure up to the prequels and obviously doesn't measure up to the original. But right. there's there's good stuff, yeah. uh, and I, I want to hear it again and really focus on it again. Yeah. 
I think because of the pacing of the film, how fast it was, I didn't get to sit with anything mm. for yeah, a while. That's a great point. Um, and and really like let musical numbers sort of play out. Yeah. Um, I would love to hear those people that are more have more expertise in right. music and right. to to comment on that. But but yeah, it was fine. I I, I remember three or four moments where I connected with the mm. music. Uh, yeah, I really want to rewatch and re-listen just to see how that plays out. What about you? Did it? Did Williams, his work on this film, connect and work with you? I think, as you said, right? Yeah. Like it's John Williams, duh. Right? Yeah, yeah. At the same time, <laughs> w- what I really did notice and did appreciate, just uh, with my one viewing at this point, mm-hmm. is he did a great job of doing two things. We well, did a great job of doing many things, but these are the two things that stood out for me. One is that. He had essence of each and every element from all previous Star Wars films he did. that he did yeah. brought into that. Loved that. Yeah. Also, some of the tunes that we were most familiar with, he kind of did the the John Williams remix on those. He did. And, and yeah. it was different instruments. Yeah. It was different pacing. And the the times that I noticed that, I thought, dear God, this is wonderful. <laughs> And, and I think that that is one of the things that, that added to the overall experience for me. Sure, is sure. It's it's familiar, but it's new. Yeah. And I think that that, for so many reasons, is something that, like my my inner Star Wars fandom was searching for. Mm. Familiar but new. Yeah. Take me further. Yeah. And I feel that the score did that. Yeah. For you, um, without spoiling anything, mm-hmm. uh, back to story, yeah. was, was there a character or storyline um, that resonated with you the most? Mm. Yes. And while some, I believe, absolutely hit the mark, yeah, I was disappointed with some aspects of some character's mm-hmm. storyline. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. To a point where I think, oh, it wrecked my childhood. Mm. No. Okay. <laughs> that was a close one. No. Um, <laughs> nor did it wreck my adulthood. Um, yeah. But I would say that, oh, I was expecting or maybe hoping for a little bit more of this character or a little bit more of this arc within a character. Sure. It didn't happen. And I processed it, Jeremy. And oh. I'm, I'm going to be okay. You're going to be okay? The, the sun or suns, depending on where you're at in the galaxy, uh, will will come up in the morning. It it, it will, Devin. Yeah, it That's will. such a good perspective to have. Yeah, well, but you know what's funny with that is going back to me kind of being on social media hiatus for the last couple of weeks is one of the things that you did share with me that was non-spoilery was that, oh, when the review started coming out after the world premiere... Here we are. We're split again. Yeah. And some people absolutely loved it, and some yeah. people are actually like thrashing it. And I thought, well, one, we don't deserve Star Wars. Yes. And and <laughs> and two, I and we can get into this maybe in a closer look on on another episode. But to what extent do our daily vibes, points of view, worldview, whatever you want to label it as, yeah. at what point do we allow? film art dictate how we're feeling and interacting with other people well that's the big question right (laughs) and and that's i feel like a lot of people are struggling with that Mm -hmm. is allowing and i allowing might be a a tricky word to use for this but i think sometimes we don't realize the influence the art that we love has over our lives right and um 
if you're not aware of it and making conscious steps to say, you know what, this is just someone's story. Right. You know, right. Uh, there's more to the world out there than yes. this. I think if you can't make those, if you can't see that clearly and you can't make those conscious decisions to like not let it affect you deeply. Right. Uh, you got a problem on your hands, right? It's sort truly, of like, it's, yeah. it, it, it truly, I, I have this uh, very specific story that illustrates this. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm an alum of the University of Alabama. When I was a kid, I I dreamed of going there. My parents went there. You know, my parent, my family's from Alabama. And uh, I was watching the NCAA basketball tournament. Mm-hmm. And I was thoroughly invested in the men's basketball team that year. Yeah. And they were they did very well during the season. I was a freshman in high school, and I had gone to a number of the games. So pumped, so invested, it was my world. And they were playing uh, kind of a below average team in the NCAA tournament. I mean, yeah. they got in the tournament, but yeah. but they lost. They lost at mm. the end. Mm. And I'll never forget. I hauled off and I punched the floor when they lost in the last seconds. Wow! And I damaged my hand. I oh was so gosh. mad. I like hurt my hand. Wow! And my dad just kind of looked at me. He was watching the game, too. He's a famous alum. Yeah. And he looked at me. He's like, he just said, you need to rethink what you find valuable in your life. Wow. And I was like, my hand was throbbing, and I, I was mad. And, and he's like, just get out of the room. And wow. I was, like, I was like, yes, sir. I was like, okay. And I, I, I left the room. <laughs> I was like, and he was just upset that I would allow something so trivial. Mm. But you see it all the time in sports. People Absolutely. get in fights after they get yeah. you know, horribly drunk because their yes. team didn't win. Yes. And for some people that having profound investments, not that's necessarily a horrible thing. Right. But if you have this investment in a story and it doesn't play out the way you want it to or the way you hope it will. Yeah, you might be punching floors and, yeah. you know, correct stuff. And you want to avoid that. Yeah. Uh, I, because there's absolutely. more stories out there. There's more things to love. Yeah. Much more to love than to hate. Yeah. You know, and so I don't know. It, it's interesting to see. We're kind of like, here we go again, you know, as we get into this that after I think the movie. That's disappointing me the most. Yeah. Right? Is just, can we not, like, okay, so I'll hear your story and raise you a story of my oh, own. Yeah. We went to, my wife and I went to, New York City, Mm -hmm. gosh, it's probably been 10 years ago. And we went to the Museum of Modern Art. Yes, yes. The MoMA, for those (laughs) that are in the art world. And as we're touring, you know, I'm I'm seeing all these masterpieces. Yeah. Things that either I had recognized from textbooks before. Well, I just dated myself. um, Or online. Or at least knowing the name of the artist in, in some version of osmosis, right? And we, we came to this one exhibit, mm-hmm. and I, I kid you not that it is this, it was a, a piece of wood yeah. that was probably uh, about four inches wide by about an inch deep and was probably about three feet in height. It was painted white, and it was called The American Dream. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. Now, Jeremy. <laughs> yes, Devin. I've painted a lot of fences in my time. <laughs> At no point during my yes. fence painting days to pay for college did I ever think of taking a slat off of a fence and that that slat that I had just painted white hang in a museum of modern art that there somebody from somewhere in the world <laughs> would come and go, hmm, and stare <laughs> at it for hours on end trying to find the deeper meaning behind that. Yes, all that to say, 
we view art very differently. Yeah. Right? We totally do. And that's okay. It is very okay. <laughs> it's very okay. Yeah. I, I looked at that and I distinctly remember telling my wife, Rachel, I'm just like, I, I miss my calling as an artist. I, I should have been an artist. All those years painting fences, I, I could have had my, my work recognized uh, globally. Yes. All that to say, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm super sad that here we are again. I thought that, well, I was silly enough to be hopeful, that this would be a film that could reunite fandom. Yeah. At least at least yeah. to a point where we would feel at least a little bit healed. Yep. And that we can go like, oh, you enjoy it. I enjoy it. We might not even like the same things or see them the same way, but doggone it, it's good to see you as a person. Let's treat each other nicely. Yeah. No, we can't do that. No, that. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's, it's amazing that uh, people are so invested in... Uh, the opinions of others yeah. about art. Yeah. And, you know, to one degree, I, I love the dialogue. I love talking about it. I even don't mind talking to people that have a very different oh, view. Oh, I love that. It's fun. Yeah. And and sometimes I've had moments where they've said things yep. and I'm like, oh, I haven't even considered that right. perspective. Oh, right. wow. Right. I have a new appreciation of whatever that is. Right. You know, and, and I, there's been several movies like that yeah. that I, I've watched and my opinion changed one quick example is mm -hmm. i went and saw a movie called the chronicles of riddick mm. and it's a sequel to pitch black a vin diesel movie i kind of i kind of liked pitch black a lot it was sort of like an aliens movie alien yeah. movie um and uh you know i went to see chronicles of riddick and i was like oh what a piece of crap <laughs> and i left the theater i'm like what a waste of my time and i was talking to someone else his friend and, yeah. and and he was like i loved it i'm like what is wrong with you, man? Like that was terrible. <laughs> he was like, he was like, let me walk you through it. And he did this whole walkthrough of, of one of the climactic, like, like fight scenes toward, okay. toward the end of the film. Yeah. yeah. And just walked through how brilliantly it was made mm. and like really made me reconsider Like, Oh, I hadn't thought about that. The way it was edited. Yeah. Uh, the stakes were high. They developed it to that point. Well, and I, I literally changed my mind about it. I was like, mm. I hadn't even thought about it. Let me go wow. watch it again. I didn't yeah. see it in the theater, but I watched it later on, on like video. Yeah. And uh, I was like, yeah, I kind of like that. Wow. I really see that. Yeah. I see what he was talking about. Right. So you can change your mind. It's okay, people. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. So before we pivot to a more in-depth conversation about yes. stuff... And again, right? We're, we're 12 hours or less than, than that removed from the film... Crazy. Give, give me your give me your your Death Star rating out of out of five Ooh. potential full Death Stars. Three and a half. Three and a half. Yeah. Three and a half Death Stars. All right. So that's listen. I'm I'm gonna call you out on this a little bit because yeah. that, that's such an easy middle of the road. <laughs> three. <laughs> three. I'll give it three Death Stars out of five. Oh my god. Okay. Yeah. So I, I thought I've, I've thought about it. Like yeah. and that's the, if you're listening, and you're like that bastard. I'm gonna kick his ass. My childhood. He gave ruined. he gave three Death Stars to this brilliant film. Listen, it's okay to have a different opinion. <laughs> Don't hate me. It's just three Death Stars. Yeah, that can change, man. Yeah. It can change. It could get lower or higher. I, yeah. I don't know. The fun is to go see it again to have more conversations like the one Absolutely. we're having and like see things I haven't seen before. I, there's some dialogue that went 
over my head because the pacing. Like mm. I was like, oh wait, wait, what, what, what was that? What was that? You yeah, know? Yeah. There's one thing specific, and we'll talk about in the spoiler. Uh, talk. I'm like, wait, did I miss something? And mm. was this scene misconstrued? I can't wait to talk about it. Yeah. But but I need to see it again. You know, as I yeah. d- uh, further develop. But as of right now, if I had to like not give it a half, yeah, it's three. It's not four Death Stars out of five. Okay. All right. What about you? I will give it. I'll I'll go four out of five. Okay. I might even creep up a little bit, like four and a half. Yeah, or I might even go metric on you, but um, <laughs> you wild man. <laughs> <laughs> I I will give it a solid four. I do want to see it again. Let me ask this though, because you brought this up a couple times. That's far as the pacing, and here's in my mind where I'm kind of making the 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 difference in my appreciation for the pacing in this film. We had similar pacing at the beginning of Rogue One, but it felt much more sloppy in Rogue One than it did in Rise of Skywalker to me. Really? I don't know if I see it that way. Yeah. No, for for me... Wow. Okay. And maybe it's because I already have a bit of understanding of the characters in this, and those are new characters. There's some history there. That makes some... Now, that makes sense. Yeah. Where that that feeling of disjointed or sloppy. Yeah. Yeah. I can see that. So, anyway. All right. Shall we transition to oh, the real let's, talk? Let's go to light speed, baby. All right. So, dear, <laughs> dear listeners, <laughs> if you haven't seen it yet, this this would be a time to press pause. Be responsible. Yeah, that's right. Uh, friends don't spoil Star Wars for friends. Um, come back after you've seen it, or you know, continue this journey with us right now if if you want a little bit more insight. And I will also say this, Jeremy, uh, this is just you and I. It is. We haven't even really talked to the rest of the USW team. We don't know. We we don't know. We don't know any of their opinions. Yet. Yeah, and and so th- this will just kind of be the, uh, I believe, as the French say, the 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 amuse bouche, <laughs> the, the the little tasty morsel before the main meal. It's initial salvo. Right? Yes, exactly right. So th- this does not necessarily represent all of USW. We'll certainly have a, a bigger team breakdown later, but yes. this, this is this is two guys avoiding work on a Friday. As, uh, we And we're truly at work right now. <laughs> I mean, we're in my classroom recording this, hoping to God an administrator yes, doesn't walk by. Yes. Oh my goodness. All right. So here we go. Dear listener, there is your, there, your salvo, your warning shot across the bow. Let's talk episode nine, The Rise of Skywalker. Um, I'm just going to go from the very get-go, Jeremy. Yes. The lights dimmed in the theater. Yeah. We got the Lucasfilm. Uh-huh. You know where I'm going with I, this. And I thought about you, and I, I was like, do I text him? And like, no, I'm not going to text yeah, him. Yeah, and, and, and so the, the, the opening crawl happens, and then God bless that fabulous bastard J.J. Abrams. We panned down. Yes. Uh, and right there, I, I literally said aloud, here we go, baby. Yes. Um, yes. I was so appreciative of, of just the, the small gesture, small the pan down. But I want to go back just a little bit. Yes. Opening crawl. Did it move the needle for you? It might be the best crawl I've seen Whoa! in Star Wars. Whoa. Okay. Yeah. Because what I I thought, loved it. Holy shit. Okay. <laughs> I loved it. This is fascinating. All right. So take me through yes. your understanding of this. Yes. Well, I I felt like, um, I think, what is the first line, the dead speak? The is dead that, speak exclamation point. Yeah. I was like, hell yeah. Wow. Like, I loved it. I, I really wow. did. Yeah. And um, it was an exciting, and I love the double setup in the crawl where it's like, you know, Le- Leia's dispatching people out, but yeah. then it's like, and then I think 
the the mention of Kylo, yeah. Supreme Leader Kylo Ren, right, right. rages or something. I don't know yeah, what what the yeah. what the word was. Rage, but, I think it was like raging across the galaxy. Yeah, I like that, loved yeah. it. And wow. then it went it went to him just kicking ass. Yes. and I was like, boom! I I was so happy with that opening. I thought it was brilliant. I I loved it. Wow. Yeah, I really wow. loved it. I was less enthralled. <laughs> I don't know what I wanted. I was so captivated by the crawl with the Force Awakens. Luke Skywalker has vanished. Mm-hmm. I think that this one yeah. gave us a great heads up for what we were about to see. It set up context for us. Yeah. I didn't. I, I didn't have the the needle move as much as you did, though. I thought okay, yeah. and maybe that's because going into it, I I kind of know like of course Kylo Ren is raging because that's what Kylo Ren does. Yes. And we know that the resistance is fragmented because yeah, it yeah, is. Yeah. But I'm super fascinated by your fondness for it. This is actually great. I can't I wait to see it again to see if I, I that loved it. For me. Wow. I lo- it really hyped me, and wow. and it had everything. It had an excitement. It had emotion yeah. in yeah. the text. Yeah. Um, I just really thoroughly loved that start, and I th- I think you couple it with Kylo raging, mm. who's my favorite character of the, yeah. of the sequel yeah. trilogy, and and just oh fascinating. I was really on board at that point. Yeah, like, I just was like, what a great start! Pan down, you yeah. know, action. Like yeah. it was just really great for me. Yeah, I love that. Okay, so we, we've got the crawl. I yes. will say this though: I was convinced that. When we got the Star Wars logo and the the brilliance of John Williams' score, yeah, I I honestly said like, turn it up. Like it didn't feel like usually. It's I like, thought the same did thing. Did you really? I wonder okay. if it's our theater it because be. it, it felt like the the fanfare was muted almost. Yeah. Like in ours. Like yeah. I was like, where where's this? Yeah, like, come like, on, blast it! I want to feel the bass like move my body. But, yeah, like destroy me. <laughs> yes. You know, like blow me away with this music. But. Yeah. Yeah, it seemed it seemed subdued almost. Yeah, and I'm wondering for those listening, like, was that your experience as well? Right, because we were at the same theater, we were in different screenings. Right, um, but uh, yeah, I'm really curious what other people's experience was. Now, it, what it reminded me of is when we went to see Solo there. Yeah, that yeah. the projectionist didn't <sighs> adjust the, I guess the the luminosity or whatever. Yeah, the brightness it was awful. Of, yeah. of the um, projector, and yeah. so it was a very dark movie not yeah. just tonally but as far as the lighting. one of the poorest viewing yeah. experiences i've ever had yeah yeah so it could be the theater that, that we go to in podunk usa that, <laughs> that was the cause of that it, it's it's fascinating that um a bunch of underpaid teenagers with no job or life experience don't pay attention to things like that yeah you know you wonder <laughs> you bastards um <laughs> all right so we get we get our opening crawl we yeah. are in it um let's just go to some of the very first yeah. Imagery that we're treated to. Yeah, yeah. Did you think that it was going to open up with what we'd already kind of had a window into? I, just going straight to Palpatine yeah. and, and that. Well, I that sequence I loved. I loved the photography of it. Mm. I loved it almost feel like Kylo was just pissed. And yeah. Just like someone yeah. is trying to vie for my power. Right. Uh, and he's going to go end it. Right. And um I would have loved to see a little bit more interplay between those two. Mm. We only get a few moments throughout yeah. the film. Uh, I never felt like Kylo was in was threatened mm. uh, for me by Palpatine. Yeah, you know, I did like later in the film where he's like, you know, I have my own plans. You know, right, <laughs> right. for what's gonna. Um, 
But I loved the imagery. I loved the horror feeling mm, of it. Mm-hmm. My son Samuel was locked in. He loves scary stuff. Yeah, yeah. Loves scary stuff. And uh, he's watched Jaws like 50 times at this point. <laughs> and if, if it scares him, he's very happy. Yeah. Um, and so he was locked in, man. And, mm. and he was like, yeah, I mean, he was amped. Yeah. And, and I love the photography. I love that interaction. I loved the voice change. Mm-hmm. You know, what'd you think about Snoke and the vats? Like the clones. I, I loved it. Did you? I thought like, oh, this here, here, here's one of the things. And, and I, I've read one article yeah. on Nerdist since I've seen the film and they yeah. were, they were absolutely panning. The fact that really? that, that, that Snoke and the cloning and that Palpatine's <laughs> coming back and all that stuff, and I thought, listen, if you're going to have Palpatine part of the story, yeah, one, I think it just makes sense from a start to finish perspective. Sure, sure. Two, it goes to something that you know you and I have talked about on the pod before. It goes to something that I, I believe it was John Jackson Miller originally told you in in one of the early mm-hmm. interviews with him about having a, a, a baddie so bad, yeah. That it overcomes and defies even some of uh, the events that would cause other baddies to yeah. to be decimated, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. I absolutely love the fact that we've got like this this cloning factory going on. Yeah, I want to know more about that. Yeah, I want to know <laughs> is it genetically in the cloning process? You know, we we've got the examples of the the Django Fett clones. These were true specimens, right? Yeah, yeah. And so I wonder if like Snoke's physical appearance is because like cloning kind of like went bad or something? I don't know. And that's one of my big questions. I always, in my head canon, yeah. I always like to think that Snoke's wounds were caused by Luke Skywalker in a mm. previous story. Right, right. You know, and that, right. you know, Luke tried to end him and, you know, and Luke, you know, tried to go back and, and kill Snoke, didn't right, succeed. Right, and then, of right. course, Snoke has, has, has regained his power. I, right. I like that idea a lot of, you know, some sort of conflict with someone that we enjoy and love yep, yep. from a previous from previous years Absolutely. before the story. Yeah, I don't know. I There's so much. Um, What? I wonder. I do not mind that Snoke was a clone. Not at all. And I just want to know more about that story. Absolutely. And, you know, you set up such a, like, Snoke's interesting to me. I really enjoyed him in in The Last Jedi, and uh, I would love to know more about him. I think it makes it more appealing to look at him like, when I go back and watch The Last Jedi, and go like, oh, he's a clone. Yeah. Like, like he is, yeah. he, once again, he is merely one of the strings that Palpatine is pulling on, right? It, and And there's a few things, if you look back at the sequel trilogy, that, if he is, it makes some sense on his decisions, and I'll point out a couple. One is the if you guys remember back at the Force Awakens, where Hux kind of says, "Do we fire, you know, Starkiller Base? Yeah, the Hosnian Prime system, right?" And it was Snoke was kind of like he wasn't as dis- he was like, "Go make it so like right. it was like you don't have a plan for that." Like right, right, I always right. like thought I was always like. Well, that's weird. Yeah. You know, you would think he's like pulling the strings. And there was always this, while he exuded confidence and power, and we saw it the way he could use and wield the force. Right. Uh, at the same time, he it seemed inept at times. Mm. You know, just yeah. like with you know his pride and just not fully seeing what Kylo was doing when right. Kylo killed him. Right. And just like there was just like little things that just seemed off. Yeah. 
And if he's a clone, for me, it is the way I think of the Star Wars story in the sequel trilogy. That makes more sense for me. So I, I'm down, man. I'm yeah. totally down with the clone stuff. Give me more, please. Yeah. You know, and I would still like to know, know more. Like, let, now that we know he's a clone. Yeah. I still want to go to that Rosetta Stone, though, right? I still want yeah. to, like, who was the original Snoke? And how did that right. interaction with Palpatine happen? Right, right. So I, I, I hope maybe we, we get that. I Did you feel that this was retconning, or do you think that it was just kind of adding to the lore and myth of, of Snoke and ultimately Palpatine's plan? I think as if you're just a storyteller, yeah. it would just be wise to tell say a little bit about who Snoke was, and that yeah. was the decision they made. I don't yeah. see it as retconning because there was not much set up right like there wasn't much that they you you had to like if there was a massive change in who he was right then yeah but like it didn't really affect what yeah. it i'm with you come on that. before that much yeah. no like, I'm, I'm totally with you on that yeah it's uh, it's so i'm i'm totally okay with that i don't think it's an attack on jj's own story from the force awakens right. or what ryan johnson did with the character i i just yeah makes well sense. and we'll we'll never know even if we're told we'll still never know Oh yeah we won't know you know it's been written and, and talked about that Palpatine was always part of the plan. Maybe, maybe yeah, not. Yeah. Do you feel that that was the best way to go? With the cloning or with, just with, with Palpatine with himself? Palpatine. I, I, you know, personally, I'm not quite sure. I think there was probably a discussion about Palpatine yeah. at the early stages. I just, you would have to have, if in telling a story, you would have to, put like little breadcrumbs right leading to the rise of skywalker to make yeah. you think that he's coming yeah uh it's sort of what harry potter did mm. you know voldemort's coming voldemort's coming right what was it the fourth book like he really shows up i mean he's yeah. around but like you really interact with him right. in, in the goblet of fire and so but those breadcrumbs are there like yeah. here he's coming that looming fear right uh there's not a lot of that there's none of that and, no. and so I, i'm not no. quite sure that was always in the cards. Do I mind him being there? And all? I don't mind it at all. That was great. It makes sense that he's yeah the big bad at the end of the whole story. Yeah. Um. I would like to. It was very vague on how he came back. Like, how the fuck did he come back? Like, like what did he do to come back? True. Um. So I'm clueless. So I hopefully they'll fill that in yeah. at some point. Um. Do I need to know? Do I have to know? Yeah. No. Yeah, I, I, you know, it's it's not that important to me, but uh, I think if you're you're really into the stories and like Palpatine as a character, yeah. he's still quite mysterious. Yeah, and how did he pull that off? Yeah, I think it might have something to do with his lines of like all the Sith are in me, which was right. a big surprise to me. I'm like, wait, what the? Fuck? Yeah, you know, yeah, what's going on with that? Right, uh, so. Uh, yeah, those are just some thoughts when it comes to Palpatine. I mean, what about you? Did he work? Did it work? Did that intro work for you? I was hesitant. Like there, there was part of me right when we were at Celebration and Ian McDermott, they played the trailer for the first time, and Ian McDermott appears on stage and infamous, infamously says, "Roll it again." Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Great moment. I, it was. It was an incredible moment. I was obviously into the electricity of being in the crowd when that sure, went down. Yeah. Secretly, <laughs> in my diary, um, <laughs> I wondered if this was just going to be like, oh, no, is, is this mm. another mm. Is this uh, another planet-killing super weapon? Are we, yeah. are, we, are we just grasping at straws? I thought the way that they told the story was... Supreme. 
Wow. I mean, I I didn't feel like they were cheating. I didn't feel no. like they, they were stretching stuff. You mentioned like, well, how how did that happen? Yeah. I, I do hope that we we get that at some point. I'm sure that we will. Yeah. But this is also the galaxy that brought us Darth Maul, sawed yeah. in half. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, and back, you know. Yeah. And so, I I don't have any problem. I don't think it was. Uh, a, a lame choice. I don't think it was shortchanging the the saga. I, I loved it. I mean, if I can kind of paraphrase Justin Timberlake. Um, oh, please do. Well, Kevin. it's just like Palpatine can come back, but Palpatine <laughs> never left. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. And yeah. so we don't know what happened when he went down the, the shaft in yeah. Return of the Jedi. But regardless of what did go down, um, I'm totally stoked that he came back. I think, it, as, as you've already st- stated, the fact that we have this character from start to finish in all these episodes, I think, makes sense. Yeah. I think it adds to the lure and the, the mythos of Star Wars. Yeah. And just to touch on another thing that you, you brought up, this was incredibly well done with photography oh yeah and yeah. lighting yes and how, sound the yeah, way the sound, sound yeah and you know you mentioned just like be, being part of the horror genre and absolutely i mean the one of the things that just i was so transfixed on anytime that we saw palpatine is you know we have these whatever flashes of lightning or whatever yeah, yeah. but the fact that they did those in there was like three different angles yes. that the light hit on him, like the strobe effect, yes, right? Yes. And each angle illuminated an even creepier. It really vision. was well done. It was phenomenal. Yeah. yeah. And you know, I that that that's probably the one reason why my daughter's not going to see this film for yeah. a long time. Yeah. But and the fact that we we've got the 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 grayed out eyeballs and the what they did with his his skin and his fingers, yeah. and it's like. This is kind of brilliant. Yeah. I loved that. Yeah, I'm just amazed in how effective that opening was. Yeah. I think that might be one of the best openings in Star Wars. Mm. I really was, like, from Crawl to Kylo Mm. kicking butt to him seeking out Palpatine. I mean, they throw us in the deep end. Ready? Here we go. Yeah. I liked that. I think you needed to introduce Palpatine that early. Oh, absolutely. You know, uh, because he wasn't really mentioned in the other films. Uh, so, loved that. And I think, do we go to Ray training at that point? Yeah, I believe that's when she's, is she in the forest at that Or point? maybe it's it's the guys on their mission to get the, the secret from the spy. Like, I can't remember yeah, which comes that, first. Uh, that's a good question. Yeah, but yeah. those are the next yeah. scenes, right. or those two. Um Pick one of those sequences did, and, and talk about, did it work for you? Did it not work? Yeah, yeah, like, well, let's go to you know Finn and Poe aboard the Falcon, yeah. hooking up with... Um, with Claude's in there. But yeah. The, yeah, yeah. Um, I, thought, <laughs> I, I thought that that was a nice introduction to a couple of things, right? Yeah. That we, we've got some of the sequel characters together. Yes. We also have, which absolutely comes back full circle by the end of the film this this introduction of there's a mole yeah yeah now it probably doesn't take a genius to guess who that mole is sure right but i i love the fact that that's introduced into the story and i think that that was a nice echo of rebels animated series yeah. with fulcrum yeah yeah and 
I, I think that for me, I'm like, okay. So I, I know where we go. We've got, we've got some insider information here. I like that. Yeah. What about you? Yeah, it worked. I, I thought throughout the film, um, Poe and Finn and their interactions was wonderful. Mm-hmm. Um, highlight. Like, they yeah. just the chemistry. Give me a movie with those two guys. Yeah. Like, seriously. Yeah. Like, yeah. great. A lot. We need to talk about Finn a little bit. Yep. Like, force sensitive. Yeah. Really cool. Yeah. Like, give me more. Right. Like, yeah. Tell me a story of Finn learning how to become a Jedi. Yeah. Like, one of the first Jedi, you know, in this new order. I, I, I'd be down for that. I, like, I love that it was very, it was nuanced, similar to. Now, listen, I'm, what I'm about to say, some people are probably going to like drive their car into a ditch. So just keep your eyes <laughs> on the road, people. <laughs> But it reminded me of the first time we see Leia interact with the Force at the end of Empire. Yeah. Because all of a yes. sudden, like, here's this yes. this other character that we know, that we think we know. Yeah. And all of a sudden, like, dear God, she's got Force powers, too. Yeah. And yeah. I think that in there was a lot of mirroring of what was going on there. And yes. I totally dug that. Yeah. It was great. And, and their intro together, meeting up with the spy. Yeah. Well done. Uh, light speed. Hyperspace skipping, yes. light speed skipping. Yes. I can't remember the phrase, yeah. but like that was a fascinating. I liked that. D- did the Tie Fighters go to hyperspace? Yes, they did. So that was a really cool yeah. little moment. I yeah. mean, again, it shows. I need to see this movie again. There was yeah. so much going on. Yeah. Like I'm like, wait, what's that? Yeah. So I'm still a little confused. Were they lights trying to throw them off the trail? Was that the idea? I think so. Yeah. So. Uh, because they can track and all right, that stuff. Right. So uh, yeah, that was great. Great opening. Um, we go to like the training with Ray and mm-hmm. Leia. Did that that stuff throughout the movie work for you? Okay. Yeah. You know what's interesting is I appreciated seeing some of the training. Yeah. You know when the original trilogy came out, and we hear about the Jedi trials, we never yeah. really have much insight into that. Yeah. Yeah. At least cinematically, and I'm glad we got to see that. I think that J.J. Abrams, and for that matter, you know, th- those that pinned the script for this. <laughs> the lid fell. Wow. <laughs> Did a great job of giving us insight into both Leia and Ray in yeah. regards to wielding the Force. Mm-hmm. And I thought that that was important for several reasons. I also think that, you know, I love the character of Ray. Yeah. And so anything yeah. that can come across cinematically that's going to, I'll just say it, anything that's going to come across cinematically that's going to give fanboys less ammunition for hating that character, yeah, I'm a fan of. <laughs> and, and so I appreciated that we see her training. We see her yeah. doing things with the Force, and we'll get to some other things in a moment, Yeah, that... I think just add to her credibility if she needed that. Totally. And I think that in addition to that, it also shows us how far Leia has come. And of course, Mm -hmm. there's the reveal toward the end of the film. Which was cool. Which was great. And so I I really was so impressed how everything tied together. Yeah, yeah. Um, I was that, that for me, that was my one of my big didn't work. Really? Um, just the interactions with Leia and anybody. Interesting. It really just felt like, here's a line of dialogue. Yeah. Let's build a scene around it. And yeah. I get it. Yeah. 
what a chore, what a job to pull that off. Right. Like what they, with what they were doing, someone that is no longer alive, right. taking former scenes from another movie, right. another script, and reworking it into the... I understand how difficult it sure. was. And, and in that respect, it did great. I just felt a disconnect whenever I saw Lay on screen. Personally, and then people are going to riot. Don't hate me. <laughs> Remember, it's just a dude's opinion. I would have preferred her to have passed between the films. Really? And, and just wow. mention it. I It just really threw me off at different times. And just like a lot of it didn't give it. Because they were doing what they were doing, a lot of her scenes, Leia scenes, just didn't have the oomph that mm. they should have had. Mm. And uh, and I can't fault them. Like sure. they did the best with what they had. Sure, uh, I it just didn't really make sense. And I, I was always thinking, I was always felt like I was outside of the movie mm. in Ray's interactions with Leia. Mm. You know, seeing that something else, like yeah. it just felt it disconnected me every time. Do you um, think that you would have the same impression if Carrie Fisher, if you didn't know that the actual actress had passed? Yeah. yeah. Like, um, do you think that like Sam noticed anything, or do you think like I don't think he did? Yeah. Yeah, I don't think he did. I'll I'll, I'll ask him. Uh, and I, I'm trying to think how I felt about like Tarkin mm. in Rogue One. If mm. I think I had similar reactions yeah. to that as well. Yeah. Um, but that was a different situation because you have an actor performing it. And you know what I mean? Like th there was some different Valley, all that stuff. Yeah. yeah. That stuff was happening, but yeah. th the script was written. I mean, there was a performance within that movie. Whereas with Leia and the rise of Skywalker, yeah. you're taking performances from other films that put, it just felt disjointed for me. Mm. It wasn't a deal breaker. She wasn't in it enough for it to be a deal breaker. Yeah. But whenever she was on, I was just kind of like, eh, you know, even, even when, when she died, I was just kind of like, eh, whatever. <laughs> Like, okay. I felt nothing. Wow. I felt nothing when she died. Wow. I really didn't. And and that really surprised me. Um, wow. Yeah. I mean, it made sense. Yeah. What, like, her reaching out to Kyle, I liked all that. But I just, there wasn't enough interaction between actress and actors, like, between Leia and mm. other people. Mm. Like, she just started feeling sad and just decided to go walk off and lay down and, yeah. like, commune with Kyle. Like, what the... It just, I, I couldn't buy it. Yeah. And, and so that, that, for me, that was one of my bigger struggles with the movie. Wow. Yeah. And, and see, yeah. from my perspective, I totally get yeah. your perspective on that. I think for me, while I agree that I don't know that the performance by Leia matched the beat and rhythm of the rest of the film. Sure, sure. I think that I, I inevitably had grace for those scenes. Yeah, I think you have to. Yeah. Totally, yeah. and the if in terms of a story structure and a story element, yeah, Leia training Ray, Leia's right, Ray's right, you know, master, yeah, loved that stuff. Yeah. Like the idea, it's very similar to some of my issues with prequels, like mm. the way it's like the execution's an issue, yeah. but like what it is, the right. you know, the content itself, yeah, fine with it. Like yeah. I'm totally fine with, like I have nothing wrong with that story decision, right. Just the execution of it was very... It just disconnected yeah. me from the, the, the film. I'm fascinated that her on-screen death didn't move the needle for you. Not at all. Do you think that that's because you knew coming into it it was probably inevitable? Or do you think that it was just like, eh, it was just a flat performance based I, on, yeah. like you said, what they had to work with? Yeah, it just seemed odd. Mm. It just didn't make sense to me. Like, yeah. you know, that whole sequence where she... 
I love the idea of her reaching out to Ben yeah. Solo, Kylo Ren again. Yeah. Uh, I, I think it's great. I think it makes sense. I think Ray took her shot when she had it. I, mm-hmm. I mean, all that stuff makes yeah. sense. But because of the emotional detachment throughout with her scenes, mm. when she just like was standing there and decided to walk off, everybody was like, "Wait, hey, she's walking off." Yeah, like there was nothing that led to her making that decision. Like if you had Carrie Fisher, yeah, she would be talking to characters. You'd have moments at some point where she's like, "I." I, I'm going to try one more time. Mm. I'm going to try one more time. It's going to cost me, yeah. but I need to reach my son one more And have some dialogue or some interactions with yeah. a character. Okay. Like, I think I would have been much more invested, but, you know, she just had, like, kind of a series of one-liners. Yeah. You know, reverse shots over her shoulder. Right. Like, it just felt like a non-character. Interesting. And uh, I hate that. Yeah. I... I you know, I, no, no, I don't no, want it I, to be that, but but that's that's how I responded to yeah, that. Yeah, I don't. I I really can't push back too much on that. Like I I get that and I understand yeah. that, and I think I I would even agree with it. I think in addition to that, there's also I, I think one of the the beautiful things that happens, and and I guess it's looking beyond some of the things that, that you brought up. But I love the fact that you know when I saw her begin to walk off and all the people around her like yeah. questioning, like what's going on. Yeah, it, yeah. it really, for me, echoed back to Obi-Wan in a new hope. Yeah. When Alderaan is destroyed. And obviously there, there's part of mm. a callback to the force awakens when, when Han dies. Yeah. And I, I think just with those two things in my mind, as I see that scene in rise of Skywalker, I was like, okay, the, it, yeah. it, it mirrors that beat enough for me where I think it was believable enough. Yeah. Like what she was doing. And I think it also it kind of also echoes what Luke did in the the end of The Last Jedi, right? It's yeah. like yeah. here here's something that she's going to do that's going to cost her the ultimate price. Yeah. And yeah. I think that, you know, one of the things that we've been treated to with these last couple installments and you know, there there was some crossover with the Mandalorian as well. And I want to get into that in a moment. But I, I think that it really underscores the sacrifice of, in particular, like Luke, Han, and Leia. Like they, yeah. they paid the ultimate price, and it's sad to see our childhood heroes meet their demise. But I think that in each one of those deaths, some folks are overlooking the beauty of the sacrifice there. Yeah. yeah. And I, I think that once again, especially in the case of Luke at the end of The Last Jedi and Aiden and even Leia within The Rise of Skywalker, I think those characters were done justice. Yeah, yeah. I really do. Yeah. I really do. Um, uh, let me jump, since I brought up The Mandalorian. Yeah. I, I, it, was, it was obviously interesting. You know, it, it's been a, a Friday release. They released it on Wednesday, yes. Chapter 7. We see some things in Chapter 7 of The Mandalorian that, see uh happen in the rise of skywalker and that being force healing powers what a brilliant move thank you yes because i i wonder if ray does that without seeing the child do it right in the mandalorian right if i would have fully been like yeah like totally i it made such sense in the it was set up in the Mandalorian. Yep. It paid off in episode yep. seven. No spoilers in the yeah. Mandalorian. Um, you know this healing. Uh, 
when I saw Ray do it, I'm like, yeah, a Jedi can do that, or yeah. someone with the Force can do Absolutely. that. That's powerful. Like right. I was just like, okay, let's let's cool. Yeah, let's move on. Right. You know, and and for for the child, baby Yoda, to do it, <laughs> you know, to do that that power, kind of like I just feel like I can do this. I like this needs to be done. Right. It made sense that Ray would would act similarly. I, gosh, what a brilliant! I, I would be curious at some point. There's going to be an interview or a conversation like how much did Favreau talk with J.J. Abrams and Chris Terrio yeah. to like make that a thing, like, right? Because it it was a thing. Yeah, brilliant move. I I totally agree. I think that that is exactly what I thought when I saw that go down. Is one, we're being treated as something new, and and two. Yeah, it was set up beautifully with the Mandalorian, and and I agree with you. So I'll add number three. Like if I didn't see it in the Mandalorian. Uh-huh. And saw that on screen, I'd be like, "Wait, whoa, hold yeah, on." Yeah, yeah. I, I would have bought into because I love the character Ray, but yeah. I think this, you know, once again, they disarm fanboys, which I love. Yeah. And <laughs> speaking of that, I had three fanboys sitting in front of me, and they were like Tra- sighing and Traveling like threes. They always do. It was three. <laughs> it was three. Um, they were so douchey, but like they, they they were sighing out loud and kind of laughing at inappropriate moments and just mocking everything. Wow! And when that healing happened with Ray, they they just they didn't do anything. Wow! They just, they, so brilliant move. Shut those fanboys up. It's in the Mandalorian, man. It's it's okay. It's yeah. canon. Yeah. It's canon. <laughs> um, I also love that because we we now have connective tissue with another part of the story. We do. And I, I I'm really, I really, really dug it. I can't wait to see more of the Mandalorian and how it ties into, yeah. and vice versa. I, I just think there's some really great stuff going on in that. Um, you know, in the in the film, um, how there's sort of a bigger conversation because yeah. one of my struggles was the pacing. Uh, it was so fast. Mm. For you, was the pacing okay? Did it mm. work? Was it a problem? Did you have any issues with it? I loved it. That's great. <laughs> no, absolutely. I'm just, yeah. like, like I said, I went in with, with really zero expectations, yeah. certainly zero knowledge of what was going to happen. Yeah. And I, I just felt like I was along for the ride. And wow. I just thought, you know, it, it, it wasn't unlike, you know, you're, you're in line at, at Disney World or Disneyland for your, your favorite ride, Space Mountain in my case. Yeah. And you just you wait, you wait, you wait. And then you have this incredible thrill ride. And yeah. I just felt I, I was along for the ride. That's cool. Yeah. Pacing was a big struggle for me. Wow. It, it was because things would be revealed. Yeah. And I would be like, well, wait a minute. Like, <laughs> go back and tell me more. Let okay. me sit okay. with this. Yeah. Uh, let me ruminate, yeah. you know, and and just kind of like process through what you just said or you just did or whatever. Yeah. And so the pacing was the, the 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 rapid pacing at times became a problem for me mm. because I, I was like not not that I wasn't ready to leave. I was just trying to process yeah. things, and it was just like boom, 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 boom. Yeah, Sam loved it. Yeah, like I don't think he was bored one moment. <laughs> it was moving so fast. Yeah. Uh, it's the fastest paced Star Wars film. I mean, it, it does not sit still. Right. And um, I can see how people would appreciate that. And it's such a far cry from 1977 A New mm. Hope, which mm. lingered a lot. And yeah. even The uh, Force Awakens had moments of lingering. Yeah. And and that's not a bad thing. So that that was that was that was a, a challenge for me as a viewer was um, one example would be Poe and Zora mm-hmm. 
Zora, Zora mm. Bliss, Zori, Zori, Zori Bliss. Um, you know, they have this conversation overlooking the city. There's some sort of background romance. Like she shows her eyes to him. Right. You know, little hearts, you know, yeah. funny moment. Obviously they had some type of chemistry, I guess. Right. Yeah. But, um, it just moves on. And I'm like, wait a minute. Like where, give me a little bit more of that, yeah. you know? And yeah. so, um, did people love it? I'm sure they did. Mm. For me, it was just, I just needed longer moments with these characters so I could understand their interactions better. See, I could totally, and I, I think I do understand where you're coming from because I, when I say that I, I like the pacing, it's not that I didn't want more of like, you brought up Poe Dameron and, and Zori Bliss. Like I would love more of that. In fact, when the party's happening at the end, I, I thought the, the chemistry and the nonverbal <laughs> communication was yes. just, and this is something we've got to talk about. And that is the humor within this film. I didn't find at least now that I'm like just trying to recall, I, I can't think of a time when the humor fell flat. It didn't fall flat for me ever. Yeah. I, like I, that was, did it fall flat for me in The Last Jedi? Yes. Big time. Yeah. There were some points that were um, a little painful. And, but uh, this was very much situational humor yeah. that I really liked. It wasn't like yeah. necessarily dialogue driven right. humor. Right. Um, you know, for example, when they found out Hux was the spy, yeah, and they're like, "Why?" I mean, they were just like, "Give me a break!" kind yeah, of reaction. Yeah. It was just perfect, yeah. You know, for that moment, yeah. You know, even Finn shooting him in the leg instead of the arm, yeah, brilliant moment, <laughs> just like just brilliant, yeah. Uh, so I I love the humor. It, it's one of the strong points of the film, yeah. Uh, Oscar Isaac's like brilliant, yeah. like just just brilliant. Well, um, and I have to say that when it comes to the the humor in the film. I think my favorite part is what when they're underground in the cave and Ray lights her lightsaber yes. and Poe <laughs> flashlight. flashlight. Great, <laughs> it's awesome. It was really, really, really good uh, use of humor, and I really appreciated that about it. Yeah, and it added to the chemistry of the characters. I agree. Um, it makes me feel sad that we might not get those three together because I, they're so you. good together. I I am with you when when. When they are together, it's eerily reminiscent of the original trilogy. It is magic. Yeah. Like the casting, yeah. that, that such brilliant choices. Um, can we have more stories with, you know, so, right? you know, can't we? Because Daisy Ridley, Oscar Isaac, you know, John Boyega yeah. worked so well together. Even, you know, other characters coming into the the picture. Yeah. Anthony Daniels was great. He All had right, so, so many I'm moments. Gonna, I'm gonna go now. Listen, I said <laughs> he really did. I said before that listeners may drive off the road, but that here it is. Here it is, Jeremy. Uh oh. Um, Wait, I'm for forty two years into this. Yeah. I'm gonna give three PO a thumbs up. Wow. Amy Wishman. Hopefully, you'll <laughs> listen to this. I I. <laughs> And for those of you that have been listening to Unmistakably Star Wars for any length of time, you know that I have just had a hatred of C-3PO and even more so, I guess, Anthony Daniels since my childhood. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and um, I, I have to give props to the writing and the portrayal of, of 3PO. It was great, and I, I and I didn't mind the whole, like, 
big sacrifice. R two fixes you. Right. Like I didn't oh, mind. No. I didn't mind that. No, because it's alluded to earlier, right? That, yeah. Like sometimes his data is corrupt yeah. or whatever. So I was like, yeah, it was perfect. <laughs> it was perfect. It was great. Um, so a few 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 questions. I want to get into like kind of what worked, what didn't work. Yeah. For you. Yep. You have all these characters. Yeah. And their storylines. Mm-hmm. Which ones worked for you the most, mm. or the ones that you were the most you were you found the most compelling? Yeah, well, I I would have to start off. Uh, I mean, that's tough to just. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I thought, as you mentioned at the top, that Daisy Ridley and Adam Driver, yeah, were phenomenal on their individual performances, yeah. and they were exceptionally phenomenal when they were on screen together. Oh, totally. Yeah, they're I, the heart of it. Yeah, they're, it's and the so the the journey of Ray, I thought was wonderful. I thought the the journey and the arc of Kylo Ren was was fabulous. Yeah. I think that to no one's surprise we we have redemption. And I, I would have been, I think, shocked if we didn't have that. Yeah. I I'm so impressed by those two. And you, you know, you just said like we want more. And I think that that's the thing. Yeah. Like we're we're <laughs> we're not likely perhaps to get more stories of, of Kylo Ren. <sighs> But give me more Ray. Give me, give me, give me Ray and Broom Boy from the Last Jedi, and <laughs> and and Poe and Finn. And listen, yeah. I'll go on record and say this: if it wasn't enough to to trip you up to say that I enjoyed C three PO's performance, I was not a, a Poe Dameron fanboy oh. coming into this. Okay. And this film actually made me really like that character. Yeah, Spice Runner. Yeah. Who would have thought? I, I liked that reveal. I liked Finn's response to a spice runner. Like, yeah. you know, I yeah. just, I love that. And such good chemistry. I'm still yeah. blown away by how well they work together. Yeah. Um, I am heartbroken that I will probably never get another Ben Solo story. Mm. I, that he was the highlight of the film for me. Yeah. Uh, he, you know, when we talked about what Death Star ratings that right, you give it, right. I mean, he's two of those those three wow yeah his storyline was wonderful his scene with harrison ford was my favorite scene of the movie yeah i teared up wow Uh, one of the two times i did i believed it i Mm. bought it um damn that was good star wars Mm. that's a great star wars character Mm. probably when it's all said and done one of my two favorite obi-wan and 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 kylo ren wow yeah i ben solo is I mean, I'm a fanboy for that character. Yeah. I really am, yeah. and it's because of Adam Driver. Well, I mean, he I mean, sold he, it. He he sells it on every level. I mean, the yeah. range he has as an actor is absolutely incredible. It is incredible. Yeah. And what really surprised me is he was different as Ben. Yeah. Shit, that was so good when he went up against the Knights of Ren. Yeah. And that fight, there was a moment where he blocked one where it was behind his back, and yeah. he kind of went. Whew, like yeah. he, he was hoping that yeah. that would happen, and it was just like, wait, this is Ben Solo. Yeah. I'm not watching Kylo anymore. Right, right. I love that. And when yeah. he showed up, I mean, like theater went crazy, yeah. and I just, man, what an inspiring character. Yeah. And just the redemption. I know he's a <laughs> murderous asshole, <laughs> you know, but like, uh, I, I, I don't know why I bought in so much. Mm-hmm. I, I think I'm gonna have to unpack that for a yeah. while. But I really enjoyed that. I wanted more. Yeah. You know, I really, you know, it was kind of like him shooting, like uh, directing the, 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 those, those, uh, gorilla walkers to yes, shoot at Luke more. Yes, I yes. want, I want more of Kylo Ren, Ben Solo. And, yeah. um, I, I bought into the redemption arc of his, I thought, you know, 
it was on the nose, Rise of Skywalker, him coming out of the pit yeah. at the end. I, I loved it. And uh, uh, that was, for me, that was my favorite I like, or what worked was, was Ben Solo. It'd I be, just, it'd be I hard to, to push back on that because Adam Driver, on, on so many levels, just... It's captivating, right? I mean, yeah. it's one thing when you when you see a character on screen, but yeah. when that character has the potential to like draw in a hyper focus on that character, yeah, is something different. Yeah, yeah. And I thought that that was absolutely a highlight, not just of Episode Nine, but of of the sequel trilogy. Yeah, I, I think that anyone that calls him uh, emo or whatever else, I I, I would hope that this. Perf- Anyone that would call him emo or anything else, I, I hope that this performance and the writing behind this performance once again undoes any of that. I think I hope yeah. it brings depth and understanding to the character. And the yeah. fact that when he's with Han Solo again and, and again drops the line, I know what I have to do. Yes. I, mean, I was tearing up at that point. Yeah. It, it, it was, was such good stuff. Now, you had read a bunch of stuff ahead of time. Did you know that Han Solo was going to make an appearance? I did. Okay. I didn't. No, I didn't know he he was. I was assuming Luke would would yeah. be in it. I thought Han would show up. Mm. I think because of the we talked about this before. Yeah. It's just the line in the Last Jedi at the end. Luke is like, you know, your father will always be with you. Right. Like right. so, I, I kind of wondered like, there is there some Han interaction? Yeah. Um, but I, I I hadn't seen a spoiler for yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. Was it a surprise for you? Uh, it was. Yeah. Yeah. It really surprised me and. To a point where, once again, it worked. Mm. I, it wasn't a surprise and, and an eye roll. It was like, yeah. oh. Yeah. Because what I I'd heard so many people talk about, like, are we going to see Force Ghost on Solo? And yeah. I was like, oh, dear Lord, please. Yeah, no. yeah. But I thought how, how that character was used and, and the mi- the memory yeah. worked incredibly well. And once Good again, stuff. the exchange between those two, Similar to Force Awakens, I mean, it is just you're on the edge of the seat. Yeah, this is really great stuff. Um, you mentioned that you you teared up twice though. What was the other time? Um, it was it was the uh, what's your name? Okay. Ray Skywalker. Okay, like, yeah. Theater lost its fucking mind. Really, I was so surprised. Wow, they erupted in really? cheers, like literally. I was like, wow, I was so surprised by that. Yeah. And like one person went, yeah, like yeah, out loud. And everybody just started cheering. Wow. And I was like, wow, that really resonated with people. That really resonated with people. And uh, um, I teared up at that a little bit. Yeah. I, I think I, I think the the Ben and Ray interaction, like I was emotionally invested. Yeah. So from about that point to the end, that might have been residue of that. Mm. I was just very emotional through yeah. that that section of the yeah. film. Um, yeah, so that stuff worked. That was the other kind of big moment, the burying of the lightsabers, mm-hmm. making her own yellow yeah. one. Uh, how cool was that? And yeah. then, um, you know, who are you? I'm Ray Skywalker. Well, I can't wait to get to a closer look down the road once kind of the dust settles on, yeah. on this weekend of its release. But there's some pretty heavy stuff there that parallels our our real world when it comes to how we identify with things and how we sometimes, you know, how many times was it said, like, basically, you know, don't be afraid of who you are is what Leia said. Yeah. Right. And the fact that we learned that they knew that she was a Palpatine. Yeah. What the fuck? That's just, I think that says so much about acceptance in the real world and, and who we are. And I think breaking from 
you know, what we'll loosely call like sins of the father and stuff. Yeah. Like there, there's so much there to unpack that I can't wait to have some really kind of weighty conversations about identity. Yeah. There's a lot going on with that. And, um, I hadn't, until you said, I, I, I hadn't thought about it that yeah. much. Yeah. Um, that's really good. Um, for me, another big, what worked, and I'm, I'm curious what you think is, is, um, I really enjoyed the Ray Kylo stuff throughout. Yeah. Um, the humor was great. Um, I want to go back really, really quick to Poe Finn. Mm-hmm. Um, Finn, I totally bought into his force sensitivity. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if his story is over. Mm. Like, of mm. all the characters, like, Poe and Finn together. Yeah. But then specifically what worked was their interactions, their stuff. Part of Finn's stuff. Uh, I, I, is it, what's her name? Jana? Uh, yeah, it, Jana or Jana. Yeah, yeah Jana. Uh, Naomi Aki's character. Mm-hmm. I, I, yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, that kind of didn't work for me, but... Um, because we didn't get more of her? Or, yeah. Okay. It was just like, who is she? And then yeah. I'm assuming she's Lando's kid? Because Lando, like, you could have read that as, like, Lando was about to get it on. Yeah. Or, like, that's his daughter. And, like, or is, like, you know what I mean? Let's go find out. <laughs> yeah, let's go find out. I'm like, wait, are you, wait, 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 wait. Are you trying to help her? Are you robbing the cradle? What are you doing here, man? Um, so that didn't work. But Finn, Finn's stuff uh, is for sensitivity. Mm-hmm. Um, there needs to be a little bit more with that character. He's so good. And... What happened? Are, are he and Rose off now? Like, what the? F- I didn't get that. Well, at and all. that's even like he he's got something he wants to tell Ray, right? But that never happened. And I mean, hey, I get it. There's been some ladies that have loved me, and it wasn't I wasn't returning it. So I get that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's that's a patron only episode. Um, here's the thing, though. I, yeah, yeah. I am so curious. And I Daisy Ridley has already said, like, you know, she's done with this character um, and, until until Bob Iger and companies throw more money at her, I would assume. But yeah. here's the thing. I, I am so damn curious, Jeremy, if we had one or more movies with them where we don't have to worry about yeah. how legacy characters are treated. Yeah. Right? Totally. And And just, like, give us more story about this, this team or their situation, because there are stories. Like, okay, so... We assume Palpatine's gone, gone at this point. So what does yeah. that mean for the galaxy? Yeah. What's right? next? Yeah. Um, and so I would love to see more of that. I would love to see connective tissue. And I mentioned it before, kind of just like offhanded, but like, yeah, give me broom boy. Uh-huh. And, and let's, let's raise <laughs> a, a, a new generation of Jedi because yeah. what we for sure know is that there has to be balance. So we know yeah. that darkness is not gone from the galaxy. It isn't. We totally just have isn't. to see like, well, okay, so what's around the corner? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you mentioned some of the, the times that, that you teared up. I admit that I had a, a teary slash audible WTF moment when we think Chewbacca dies. Oh, yeah. That was an audible gasp in the theater. I, I just, I... I and I that Ray did it. Yeah. Well, it's like, oh, we see lightning. And then, oh, dear God, the yeah. ship blows up. Yeah. Um. Now, what I want to do is I want to go back and watch again if, if there's visual clues that he went on another craft or not. I don't think there was. I think by the the, the angle of yeah. the photography says, yes. like, it, it, we only see one ship visible. Yeah. 
But yeah, it was one thing to see the lightning. I love the the back and forth between her and Kylo in that moment. But when I thought, even for the slightest yeah. moment, that Chewbacca was dead, <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah, that was crazy. That ripped my heart out. Yeah, yeah. It was um, a great scene, actually. The it was. Tug of War. It was. Uh, I really liked that. I, and I love the fact, too, that like that has to be our foreshadowing. When we see lightning come out of her yeah. hands, I mean, yeah. that that's obviously a callback, right? Yeah, that's just exactly. more evidence. I'd be curious, though, because you said that the death of Leia didn't move the needle for you. Did Chewbacca's reaction to Leia's death move the needle for you? It did. Yeah. I was like, oh. There we go. Yeah. That's how you should react. You know, I yeah, thought we, that was great. Yeah. Do you feel that... Was that overcompensation for what think, didn't happen in Force Awakens? I think so. Yeah. I think so. And there was a few moments like that where you're like, okay, yeah. you know, the metal. Right. At the end. I appreciated that, though. It was, it was great, but yeah. it was like, it was like, okay, yeah. okay, okay. I think there was a lot of little nuances like that that were just kind of like these, these long-time conversations yeah. from Star Wars fans. Yeah. I, I thought that... Call it fan servers, call it what you want to do. I thought JJ and company did a nice job of just kind of, it was a bit of a wink and a nod. It was. But I was totally okay with that. <laughs> yeah, it, it, was, it was fine. It didn't like ruin anything. I'm like, okay, yeah, yeah. I'll cheer with the with the crowd here. Yeah, yeah. Um, Sam loved it. Yeah. Like Sam knew immediately because I had the medal from the lanyard from, oh, from uh, Orlando from Orlando yeah. and Sam what is that dad and yeah. I told him and, and, and then he went and watched a new hope he's like oh yeah cool yeah and when he saw it he knew exactly he's like hey Chewie got one so that was a that was a fun moment um red five Ray being referred to as red five that was pretty cool yeah that was pretty cool Luke's appearance was that okay for you did that work mm, I think so yeah I listen my my Bummer moments of the film mm-hmm. are our personal like headcanon hopes that I had. Sure, sure. Um, I was really when we see that arena of Sith. Yeah, there was part of me, Jeremy. I wanted so badly to have this Lord of the Rings, Return of the King moment where these Force ghosts show up and it's yeah. just like this battle royale. Yeah, didn't get that. I was disappointed that we didn't get Hayden Christensen sighting. I uh, we heard him. Yeah, I think he said something like bring balance like i did yeah like i once did or yeah. something heard ahsoka yeah which so d- this means ahsoka's dead yeah it does wow i would guess or i guess you could talk through i mean people will do that well we have the one episode of rebels there was a door between worlds or world yeah, between yeah, worlds yeah, yeah. like yeah um yeah i heard obi-wan yoda right i thought i had heard Qui-Gon. i heard qui-gon and i think maybe kanan jarrus yeah i think i heard kanan too yeah. Really cool. Oh, and Mace. Mace. Yep. Yeah, uh, yeah I, I, that was... Uh, d- cl- Mace Windu, not Mace Tawani. Just wanted to they, clarify. Hey. <laughs> Wouldn't that been amazing? The voice of USW's own Mace Tawani. <laughs> uh, go back, listen to 150 episodes, you'll find it. Um, yeah. Yeah, the, the whole Sith stuff. Mm-hmm. I, I, great imagery. Mm. Where'd all those people come from? Like that, I loved it. I loved yeah. the chanting. I, yeah. It was very terrifying, yeah. and that she was she re, that realization she's in this arena. Yeah. Whoa, that was creepy. Yeah. I agree with you. I wanted to see. I wanted to see Anakin Skywalker yeah, me too. Um, am I broken up about it? No, I'm fine. Yeah. Like life will go on. I checked in my 
childhood is still intact. Oh, <laughs> praise Jesus. <laughs> My adulthood is something to be questioned. <laughs> childhood is okay. <laughs> yeah, I things that that I struggled with. Yeah. I love the design of the Knights of Ren. Mm-hmm. We talked about this before. Yes, we did. I am pretty disappointed that we didn't get a lot. Yeah. I would have at least given them some sort of action sequence to show what badasses they were. Yeah. To make the drama of Kyle or Ben's showdown with them more weighty. Yeah, yeah I agree. Uh, I thought that was kind of a misstep. I wonder if they did film something. Could be. You know, and it just hit the cutting room floor. You yeah. know, uh, so I was really, really disappointed with yeah. that. What about you? I mean... No, I mean, sure. I would have liked to see some some Knights of Ren in action. Yeah, I mean, they're just like popping up everywhere. Yeah, I see you, and then yeah, like they're, yeah. they're which, which you know, it will be interesting to see as more interviews happen, and I'm sure we'll get some deleted scenes and all that stuff. But yeah. I mean, if you're going all out, what are you, what are you going to leave on the cutting room floor? Why are you not just like stuffing? Like, are people yeah. going to say, "Oh, I don't want to go see it because it's <laughs> two hours and forty minutes instead of two hours and twenty minutes"? Exactly. Um, this is actually a film that could have probably benefited from a longer cut. I think so. I like, think so. I take yeah. it to three, man. Yeah, I, I think people would have been okay with that. Yeah, I think it could have allowed some things to breathe. Yeah, um, and I know JJ won't. There won't be ever a director's cut or anything like that. Right. Uh, but I, I wonder, you know, what it, how it would have felt. If there, there was more time. Now, let me let me ask you this as, as we're, you know, of course, we're going to be unpacking this over the weeks to come. But sure. as we're kind of getting ready to, to land the, the shuttle on, on this particular episode, um, did episode nine in any way undo anything from episode eight for you? I, I think one problem is is the Rose Finn mm. relationship wasn't addressed. Okay. At all. At all. <laughs> yeah. And that was such the heart of, yeah. or one of the heartbeats of The Last right. Jedi. So I, I found that a little striking. Um, I'm trying to think, was there anything else substantial? Um, there was a line, and I'm trying to remember the, oh, Luke's line mm. uh, about the lightsaber. Okay. Uh, do you remember that line? He basically says, when Ray's going to throw it in the fire, and he shows up, and he's yeah. like, he says how important or valuable the lightsaber right, is. Right. You should not throw it away. And right. it just kind of goes back to him throwing the lightsaber at the beginning. Right. So I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah. You know, um, but nothing like majorly overt that like, I was like, oh, it's, it's ruined. Um, yeah. I appreciated the last Jedi actually a little bit more mm. to be honest. Um, it gave some, some context to the rise of Skywalker. Yeah. So, uh, I appreciate it. What about you? Did it do anything to? I still have to process that part. Yeah, I'm. I'm still in in process. They're, with they're, it. they're they're such contrasting films. Boy, aren't they? Tone wise, <laughs> yeah. Rhythm wise, I, I just I, I I probably need to go back and, and watch them in in tandem. Yeah. Let me go a little more macro. Pull out a little bit more. How how did episode nine? At this point, at least, as you're processing stuff, yeah. did, does it give you any different or new perspective over the entire saga? Ooh, that's another unpacking. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I, and I think that this is, like, one of the big questions that I, I'll be wrestling with a, with for a while. Like, how, did it close out the Skywalker story, like, mm. sufficiently? Yeah. I guess. I, I don't know. I don't know what I would want, yeah. you know, uh... I 
I think with what we have with the Rise of Skywalker, my my big critique criticism is like flesh out some of these ideas a little bit more. Yeah. Um, there's a lot in there. Yeah. Uh, I, I think there's some things not addressed, character stuff. Right. That if it was broadened or fleshed out more, it would have made the movie better. Yeah. I, I think as it, it, and if you were to do that, it would have a, a better impact on the whole series. Yeah. So if anything, my, my criticism as we kind of close out the episode is um, there was so much that needed to be addressed. And mm. then there were things that weren't addressed that I felt should be. Mm. It's it's I hope moving forward that Lucasfilm gets out of the the confined space of having to make trilogies mm. and instead just tell a story however yeah. long you need it because it yeah. felt like the rise of Skywalker there was so much character mm. stuff there were so many yeah. characters if you introduce them and invest in them earlier yeah it just seems to dictate that you're going to kind of finish their arcs. Right. Right. That That's right. just good storytelling. Right. If you're going to have us invest earlier. Right. And so I felt like Rise of Skywalker was multiple films mm. in one mm. that you could have fleshed out over a longer period of time, yeah. like multiple films. Yeah. Like it felt like it was its own trilogy. Like that you could have just really? like expanded, you yeah. know, part one, the discovery of Palpatine, part two, you know, the second act of the film, which we were talking right. about earlier, right. like what is the act? But right. I think it's, it's the kind of culminating in the in the in the Death Star, really, right? You know, where they're at Death Star Two, and what happens there? Yeah, you know, that's the climactic moment, right? Stabbing, you know, Kylo, yeah. And, um, and then three is the whole showdown, yeah. You know, it'll be interesting, yeah, to see if if we get some of that. You know, one thing that we didn't have with any previous Star Wars film is this opportunity of, of having a streamed series. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we don't need necessarily, when we talk about more stories of Ray, Finn, and Poe, or mm -hmm. an unpacking or an answering of whatever questions are still lingering, we don't need that in cinematic form necessarily. No, we don't. In fact, there, there's part of me that, that really hopes that we can see these characters again and and drill down in the into the depths of these characters. yeah. Through the opportunity and the platform of Disney Plus, and and I wonder, just as you say that, yeah, like my big wondering is, was is that one of the reasons why I was struggling with pacing and all mm. that is because I am starting to become more acclimated to stories on my TV, yeah, the that, serial, yeah, yeah, that play out over eight to ten to twelve episodes. Right. Yeah, it'd be interesting to kind yeah. of explore that a little bit more. You know, I I really feel like that's that's where it's at. Yeah. So. I can list maybe off the top of my head, maybe four to five television series that I absolutely loved that nailed the last episode. Yeah. Most do not. Most don't. Did episode nine tie things up in enough of a bow for you where even the questions that are lingering, it gives us fodder to talk about, gives us fodder mm. to... to ruminate on a little bit but did, did it did it tie it up well enough yeah it's odd the way i feel about that's really odd yeah. and and i would love to hear from like listeners what they think and feel yeah. about that because i'm in process but but here's where i'm at now enjoyed the story mm -hmm. i mean i'm not mad about anything 
you know? How dare you not be mad? <laughs> I'm not going to tweet at people. I'm not. I'm actually probably not going to tweet or, like all my opinions. Yeah. Um, I do feel like it's a bow that's tied off, and I'm done. Mm. And I, I really, when that ended, I'm like, great. I'll watch it a few more times. Talk about it with my my son, who's a big Star Wars yeah. fan. And, um, you know, some of my friends, but I'm ready to move on. Yeah. I'm really ready. Great. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for playing. Yeah, Thanks for yeah, doing yeah. this. This was, it was fun. But I think there are better stories to be told out there that mm. are just kind of waiting from, yeah. for, for that creators have that they can make. And, and I think we are going to benefit so much from this run of films. Mm. And I'm including Solo and Rogue One. I think yeah. they really learned what works and what doesn't work. Yeah, I think they've learned from mistakes. Mm -hmm. And they're going to make... I think what's coming next is going to be the golden age of Star Wars. I actually Whoa. don't think this is it. Whoa! Yeah, I think this is some really good stuff. But not great stuff. I Whoa. we didn't we haven't gotten a classic in these five films for yeah. me. Yeah. Um, and that, I'm okay with that. It, yeah. Like, yeah, and yeah. some people are like, "What are you talking about? This was a classic. Like, yeah. Last Jedi is a classic." I, I I don't feel that way. Uh, I I but I feel like in this process of storytelling within Star Wars, this was the growing pains of like infancy and uh, and 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 what's next. Yeah is going to be, I really believe it's going to be extraordinary. Okay, so I have to clarify this. Yes, yes. Now, when, when you say the golden years are ahead of us, yes. you're, are you referring to all of Star Wars yes. or just the Disney Star Wars? All. You think the star, the best Star it's Wars coming. has not yet happened? I, I think it's coming. Holy cow. Now look, I'm an original trilogy guy, but I, I, I still, I think that um, what we get next Yeah. Uh, if they learn from the lessons, yeah, you know, like stop firing all your directors <laughs> and going through all that, you know, um, yeah, have a plan from the beginning, yeah, play the plan out, right, um, you know, develop storylines and finish them, yeah. I think, and I think getting away as this sounds horrible, but getting away from the Skywalkers. I think you have a blank slate where expectations are going to be greatly diminished mm. and um, people will buy in more with the story that you're telling because well, they I won't. I think we're seeing that with The Mandalorian, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And, and I think we're just about to do something really special with the films. Yeah. And and, and uh, I think TV's already there. I think what we're yeah. going to have next with TV, finishing The Mandalorian next week, but then Cassian, Kenobi, right. Clone Wars. I think there's such good TV Star Wars storytelling coming. But within the films, I think we're 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 heading into some special territory. Wow. I think it's going to be extraordinary. Wow! If they do, they learn, and, and I think they will. Yeah. I, why wouldn't they learn from all the missteps and and issues? And that is not to diminish the sequel trilogy. It did some extraordinarily yeah. wonderful things, yeah. and the characters are some of the best. My favorite character besides Obi-Wan Kenobi is Kylo Ren Ben Solo. Wow. Like, so it's not like a wash for me, right? but, right. but I really think like amazing things are coming. Like, what about you? Did it tie off the bow and send it on, send the Skywalker saga on as a complete story? And was it satisfying? For you? Yeah. I mean, short of needing a cigarette after. Wow. <laughs> All right. Um, <laughs> 
for a, for a non-smoker that already has asthma, yeah, that wouldn't be good. Yeah. Um, listen, I I thought it did incredibly well with the impossible task of wrapping things up. Yeah, yeah. I thought that my quote-unquote complaints are are minimal. Yeah, they're more personal preferences or mm-hmm. hopes. Mm-hmm. I have no problem with the way things ended. The questions that I have lingering. I don't feel they're ginormous. What we've, we have such a, a cultural misunderstanding of what a plot hole is, but sure. as long as we're misusing the term, I'll use that term okay. misused as well. Yeah. And that is, I don't feel that there were any plot holes. Okay. Um, I don't know what else could have happened in a single film that had the challenge of wrapping up 42 years worth of storytelling. <laughs> That's crazy to think about. To, to think that the best Star Wars is still ahead, here's the first thing that my mind thought of, and that is, will there be characters that we don't yet know that will have the longevity as our original heroes from 1977? Yeah, yeah. So there's my challenge. Yeah. There's my challenge to to those that are behind the scenes is, great, you now have a blank slate. Yeah, it's time. That is either, as someone that enjoys writing and creating, a, bl- a blank slate, a blank page can either be something completely intimidating yeah, or completely wonderful in the sense that there are no bounds. There's no preconceptions of anything. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And yeah. so I trust that those that are part of the, the story writing from here on out are going to embrace that. Yeah, I would think. How could would. you not? Yeah. How could you not, as as a professional storyteller, go? Oh, I don't have to manage expectations that have been built up in people's minds for forty two years about exactly. the yeah. destiny of Luke Skywalker or anybody else. Um, w- what a freeing concept. What I do hope, and you you brought this up a, a little bit, I hope that we're not at a part of the journey where. Helming a Star Wars story has become something that creative people don't want to take on because of the vitriol of some in fandom. Yeah. I I don't know when people are going to change, you yeah. know, in terms of like, I mean, it, it's amazing to me that people will say such horrible things to one another yeah. over a movie. Yeah. Uh, it's just really bizarre to me. Yeah. And you either like it you don't, or you might even be kind of like, eh, yeah, you know, take it or leave it. I Which like, is totally acceptable to have fine. any of those perspectives. It's fine. Go, you know, go for a walk. Yeah, like, go look outside. <laughs> go like, get some vitamin D. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, go 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 play basketball or something. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Just like get out a little bit. Like yeah. go do something and yeah. and um, realize you're just you're just it's entertainment. Enjoy it. Yeah, or not. Or not. But don't like shit all over other people you know and it's just like my goodness man it's just crazy to me and that it's so politicized it's just so ridiculous yeah totally with you on that you know we'll just keep doing what we're doing keep saying this stuff you know hopefully someone will listen that might be an asshole and change (laughs) but but that (laughs) other than that you know whatever we'll start our live (laughs) therapy calling shows anytime now it's star wars therapy I feel some skits and riffs coming on. <laughs> oh, gosh. Oh, well, listen, dear listeners, thanks for hanging out with yes, us. Yes, thanks. Um, 
<laughs> go enjoy Star Wars, um, whether it's Episode Nine or anything else is out there. Just just go enjoy it. And right. you know, here we are. I, I will say this as we wrap up, Jeremy. Give me Star Wars installments at Christmas time or holiday season. Whatever. Isn't it wonderful? It is so good. It's just look, Star Wars created the blockbuster for for summer. That's yeah. great. But please, like this to me. This is the most wonderful time of year when we when we have this to look forward to. And so, so good. Listeners, I hope that you and your family, your loved ones, um, have a great holiday season for whatever you celebrate or don't celebrate. Uh, may you enjoy it. Absolutely. And uh, listen, as always, we'll look forward to unpacking this more with the rest of the team. We are so thankful for each and every one of you who are kind enough to be part of the extended USW fam and put us in your playlist and grab us from the digital docking bay each and every week. So to you... Happy holidays. Enjoy the rise of a Skywalker or anything else within the Star Wars galaxy. That's going to do it for this episode. And we will see you again very, very soon. May the force be with you. Unmistakably Star Wars is a member of the Star Wars Escape Pods Network. Explore more great content and get to know our sister shows at WeAreEscapePods.com and on Twitter at WeAreEscapePods, the Star Wars Escape Pods Network, promoting positivity in fandom. This party's over.